Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So super excited to have you on today. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Great day, love. My name is Charette. I am a holistic health coach and I assist Black entrepreneurs in hacking the language of the body and brain so that they can create consistent, healthy habits and give generational health to their families. That is a whole word you just said, right? Because so many people want to have generational wealth. That's a that's a major goal for a lot of people. But I think that what happens is we shift so much focus to, you know, acquiring income, right? Making a lot of money. Putting pass that money down, but not knowing how. But we also want to pass down like good genes, good healthy habits, you know, our health is genetic. So how can we kind of tap into and maximize our own health and well-being, which actually then makes everything else more sustainable. You are able to make more money. You're able to show up and, and serve in a high quality way because of it. And so I think, you know, your lane is so necessary because that's what people are not talking about, especially, I think we're kind of coming out of it, but kind of that hustle culture of like, you don't need to sleep, sleep when you're dead, or like, you don't need to, <laughs> you don't need to take care of yourself. It's fine. Like your body will bounce back later. Like, it, no, it, it may not. So let's take care of it now so that we don't have to worry about that later. Uh, and so how is it that you found yourself in this field doing this work? Well, exactly what you said. <laughs> so I actually used to be 350 pounds and I was just like hurting all the time. And I went on a weight loss journey and it was just so, um, how do you say? It? Like, it was just surface. Like, it was like, go to the gym, like eat some chicken breast, like, you know. <laughs> and so in the midst of that, I was just wanting more. And so I went on a spiritual journey. And while I was on my journey, my father, who is like one of the best entrepreneurs I know to date, like he had two planes in the backyard real quick. Like we used to fly out to go to dinner and be back. You know what I'm saying? Um, so he was like, he had so much, like over 20 properties, like he had candy businesses, all this, like he was the best spiritual entrepreneur, but he neglected his health at 49 years old. He went to mow the lawn and his heart drowned in his fluids and he'll never meet his grandchildren. So it was just like, I got to a point where it was like, you know what? I want money and health and to get to money. I need my health because I would give a lot of money for someone to coach my father in his entrepreneurial journey to take care of himself first so that he can meet his grandkids because he was 49 years old. So um, it's something that's very close to my heart. And I feel like had I went on the path that I was and I didn't decide to change and get healthier and get into spirituality, I would have been really honestly just like my father. So I might have not made it to 50. And that's scary. And I feel like in our community, Black entrepreneurs are saving lives around here. We create more jobs. We're 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 the savior of our community, like just in general. So my job is to take care of the entrepreneurs so that they can continue to do their job. And that's how it was put on me to impact our community. Wow. I love that you said, you know, I, I would have paid to have someone coach my dad to 
still be killer in the entrepreneurial space, but to make time and invest in his health and wellness as well so that he could have been killing it for much longer potentially. And so I think it's, it's how can we shift to sustainability as opposed to people are like success, 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 trying to get to um, the bag or whatever, or trying to hit, you know, the 30 under 30 list or the 40 under 40 list or whatever the case may be. And those things aren't bad aspirations, but what are we sacrificing in the, you know, striving for, for those things um, that are potentially holding us back from having so much more, both. Because when you do grow spiritually and you do grow in your health and wellness journey, it creates expansion for your ability to attract more abundance in other areas of your life and, and to connect with people on a, on a different level. And so, you know, um, what, what are some of the biggest roadblocks or challenges you see entrepreneurs facing? That's like, Ooh, like if you don't change that, I see the, the, the train going off the tracks. Like those are the red flags. What, what are those when you see them for, for young entrepreneurs? Um, the biggest um, roadblocks I see is time and consistency. Um, and so we have, and for me, that just goes down to having commitment to yourself and leadership within yourselves. Um, because if we, for instance, commit to making 100,000, you see a lot of people like do some crazy ass shit and they get to their $100,000. So, but it's because they're committed to it. And um, I think that, you know, for for the time inconsistency, how I coach my clients is to just start with very small, digestible, um, attainable goals. And so I always talk first and foremost, before we even get into any of that, I always talk about nurturing your nervous system because a lot of us, especially in our community, we are stuck in trauma responses. And why that is so dangerous when you are talking about your health is because when your nervous system is actually stuck in a trauma response, what happens is whatever danger you perceive, you exaggerate it. So mm. like it could be a danger number two, but your nervous system shot. So it's like, that's a nine. I definitely got to go for the kill, you know? So we're walking around on eggshells because our nervous system doesn't know that it's safe. So in nurturing your nervous system, what you really do is bring your nervous system to a state of relaxation so that it knows it's safe. When your brain knows it's safe, the sky is the limit. Like our brain's job is literally to keep us in familiar territory. Meaning like if you are used to making 60K a year, honey, that's what your brain gonna do. You can win the lottery and that thing's gonna recalibrate down to your 60, okay? <laughs> it's gonna be like, fuck the bag, nigga. Buy the $200,000 thing so we can get to the 60,000. So what that is, is your brain is literally how it works. Your brain circuits are wired to stay familiar. So in order to like bust through that and to get to the unfamiliar, whether that's making healthier decisions, making more money, being more um, compassionate to your children, listening and communicating with your spouse, any of these things, when your brain goes to something new, you have to bring down the nervous system, relax it and be like, okay, this is safe here for me to process. And so once we start working with that, then drinking 24 ounces of water, 32 ounces more water a day, it becomes easier because now you're not stressed out thinking that this water bottle is a level nine when it's really a level 0.5, you know? <laughs>
I love it now. And I, you're saying all of that. And I'm like, I already know, because before we started recording, you were telling me about, you know, this, this free tool that you have, which is amazing. And I can't wait for you to share about it. But I'm like, I already can think of, I'm like, send me the link after we're done with this. Cause I already know some people that I need to send it to because it's so prevalent and it's so under addressed specifically for minority and marginalized populations, because Yes. Naturally, by default, our you know our our systems are at a different threshold because of life. So you know, being able to understand that, and like you mentioned, hacking your own system, hacking your own brain to rewire it. I say rewiring it for success and sustainability. But I love that because when you can do that, like you mentioned, no cap, like you recognize that there's you have a capacity beyond what you previously had because you thought your ceiling was the 60k or you thought your ceiling was you know um i'm not exercising isn't really for me or whatever or you thought the the ceiling or the cap was you know only being able to have a certain amount of clients or just having a side hustle a little business or whatever and when you get those obstacles out of your way, then you're able to hit the ground running and tap into some new parts of yourself you didn't know you had um, to go to the next level, right? And so for you, what are some of the the ways that you've seen your clients evolve, like people who are end up being really successful with working with you and your program? What is it that, like what mindset do they have or what approach do they have? What's different about them that makes them successful? I think the biggest thing that I see would really have to be tapping into the love of self. I coach that in a manner that is not in like bubble baths or like doing things for yourself, but literally in every moment that I'm in, how do I love myself here? When I make decisions, when I schedule a client, when I do this, how can I do this in a loving way to myself? Because if you can show up for yourself, then you can show up for others. A lot of times, even in business, what we don't understand is if you can't enroll someone in your program, if you can't get your clients to cooperate, it's because you're not making commitments to yourself. You committed to drinking more water and you've been over here on 16 ounces for five years now. You know what I'm saying? But when you start to love yourself in this moment and get your ass on the half a gallon so you can get to the gallon, then other people start to show up for you as you start showing up for yourself. So in general, um, I think that's one of the things that I, the biggest thing I see is really understanding and acting on love of self and really making their commitments to what they said they were going to do. Um, because I think that's really the basis for success in all levels because you know we can measure success so many different ways you can say like oh i'm healthy because i work out three days a week but if you want to work out five you're still not making your commitment and that's not saying anything about your three days you should celebrate that but your commitment to yourself is what you said you were going to do and when we start showing up in those capacities that's when life is like like, like you said like no cap okay if i make my commitment to myself like everybody's making their commitment to me so um, yeah, that's, that's definitely the biggest transformation I see in my clients. Wow. Yeah. I feel like you stepped on my toes a little bit. It's fine. No, they're not broken. They're it's feeling, okay. You know, I, yeah. It's, I can still walk, but you I was know, gonna say you can walk. <laughs> I know that for me, right. And everyone has their, their own journey. And the get, the thing is that you're never not going to have an obstacle to 
overcome and grow through and be stretched by. And so everyone has their version of that. And so we look at people and we call them successful or we look at them and we compare ourselves and we look at them and we're like, oh, they've done it. They've made it. They've mastered what I can't or whatever the case may be. And it's like, no, 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 no. Every person has their own version where they are of a challenge they have to overcome. And I know for me personally, this year has been kind of just a reevaluation of like, boundaries and and how is it that I'm loving myself and it being because of the byproduct of my boundaries, right? And so it's it could be something so simple as like, am I ending my sessions on time to give myself enough enough room to go to the bathroom and get some water? Am I making sure that, you know, if I don't actually want to be talking to humans after three o'clock on Fridays, like I need to block that off on my calendar. I need to let my assistant know because I can't be mad that I have a session booked on Friday at three or five or four or whatever the case may be when it was like, I'm the one who didn't set the boundary and went against myself. But what happens is people never get a chance to practice like what loving themselves in every moment looks like. They also maybe didn't see other people do it. So they don't really have a frame of reference or a guide to understand what it could look like. Um, and it's foreign. So like you said, right, you're always going to recalibrate. You said they're going to recalibrate back to the 60, even if they even if they hit the lotto. Oh, my goodness. But, you know. The goal is that the only way that you can create a new homeostasis, which your new homeostasis is abundance and joy and peace and prosperity and, you know, infinite health is to push yourself outside of that that zone of comfort so that you can do the experiment. And I think that's what the issue is, is that a lot of people don't want to experiment because they're so focused on or stuck attached to if I do this, it has to work or I'm going to die. And it's like, no, but that's also a trauma response, right? Like that's exactly. also your nervous system um, not letting you play and experiment and try things out, like signing up to work with a coach, redoing a program, getting a course or, you know, whatever the case may be, asking the question, asking for help because – we are so are we're already wired to respond in a certain way when risk shows up. Our risk manager is like a one. They're like the number one employee in our brain and in our body. So <laughs> they show up every day early. They stay late. They do. They on the clock. Okay. When you need a risk manager, you have to. Ha you got to because otherwise you're going to be reckless. You're going to be doing some crazy stuff. But your risk manager needs to also take vacation. They they need to know their role. Like the risk manager be trying to take on everybody's project, everybody right. everybody's you know role and answer every single question. It's like no no no, thank you risk manager. It's actually not your time. Like appreciate your input, but like we're gonna let this other thing step in because we are actually safe. And that to me, my community is called Wealth and um, Wealth and Wellness University because mm, yeah, it's ooh. one. Thing. It's one thing to acquire funds and money and build generational wealth, but there's plenty of people who are rich and depressed, anxious, sad, bad relationships, hate Hurting. their life, hate them. Right. And so it's like, well, money is great and all, but like, what's that going to do for you if all of the other places in your life are in shambles? And so it's really about how can you sustainably be able to build both at the same time, which is a very counter intuitive thought from what we've learned for so many years is like you have right. to sacrifice or you have to give up sleep you have to give up your health you well you probably are going to forget to eat if you're really in the zone it's like what right like, i'm hungry i gotta 
I like food. Like I do. Like your girl's stomach is growling over here. Okay. I'm not gonna take no breaks. But you, I like breaks. <laughs> you know what's interesting about that is um, this is funny because I'm always going back to trauma, but it's so important. So trauma in generations in our community is like lodged into our DNA. And one of the trauma responses, so there's actually five trauma responses. We usually only talk about fight or flight, but there's actually five. Ooh. And the fifth one that your nervous system goes through if the other four don't work is flop. And flop is so, ran- like it runs rampant in our mm. community. Flop is what we see when someone's been sexually, physically abused, um, left, like, Flop is literally the definition of flop is a psychological disassociation to make the unbearable bearable. Wow. And so when you're in flop, you literally psychologically are disassociated from what's going on. And that's how your nervous system keeps you safe. So it's and here's the thing. And this is why I teach compassion so much, because in the moment that you flop, in the moment that you're being abused, in the moment that you're being attacked, in the moment that you're being left, Flop is saving your life. Mm. Thank God for flop. Because now your nervous system is disassociating what's going on so that you can bear what is supposed to be unbearable to you. Mm. So it's literally your nervous system is taking over and like, nah, I got you, sis. I got you. And it's like, it's literally in that moment, like the hug from your mama you need to just release. You know what I'm saying? And so in flop we must learn to be grateful be grateful have compassion for ourselves the definition of compassion is showing someone grace for a Mm. situation that you can find um that they would need help in so if you've ever needed help you should have compassion for yourself (laughs) so in and if you look at that what happens though when we get stuck is like in uh the animal kingdom right animals they don't hold on to trauma Right. Because right. they they let it go. Like so if you ever see like a gazelle get um, ran over by a lion. Right. They'll make it out. And then they'll just be like, oh, I got to shake it off. Like, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> so animals do that. Dogs do it. Cats do that. You'll yeah. see them like get up and just be like, are you like, what's going on? That they are shaking their trauma off. We don't process our trauma. So we get stuck in flop, we're disassociated psychologically. And now when we see certain things in the world, we disassociate. So if you've ever seen people like, um, like a lot of the times I hear, what is this uh, word we like to call people? Um, uh, narcissist, that is a big word in these, <laughs> these streets. Like, oh, you're a narcissist. But a lot of the times they're just stuck in flop. Mm. They, they can't associate with your emotions because they're mm. disassociated. That's what saved them in their trauma and Ooh. they're stuck in it. So every time they see a trauma, it might be a two, but they see it as a nine because they are stuck in their trauma response to flop. So it's not like they're disassociating because they're trying to kill you. But we, if we can't show compassion to someone who needs compassion because they need mm-hmm. help, mm-hmm. it's because we're not showing it to ourselves. And so it all comes back to self. It all comes back to being able to process and know that everything we go through, everything that is, is in perfect peace. It's nothing wrong with being a flopper. The only thing is you just have to learn how to process it off you. And so that is is so important in our community because that is is literally in our DNA. How many times, even like with money, I know you deal with people with money. How many times have we like, because this was me and money, okay? 
every time my parents talked about money, they was fighting. Niggas was getting fucked up. Like, oh, we got to pay bills. <laughs> so I didn't even know why I was like resisting paying bills. Like I would have money and be late on stuff. Be like paying late fees because like, oh, bills. You know what I'm saying? So like literally you are what your environment is. And so there's so much of that in our community. Um, I, just to tell you the trauma responses. So it's call for a friend. If that doesn't work, then you flight, you flee. If that doesn't work, then you fight, you throw them bones. <clears throat> and then if that doesn't work, you freeze like a deer in headlights because if you freeze, maybe they won't see me. And if I can go back to fight or flight or friend, now I have the energy because I've been fighting and I need to like re-up. And then if freeze doesn't work, you go to flop. And so you can see, like, through those trauma responses, like, we be stuck. We just be stuck. And that's all. And so, um, yeah, that's just one of the things that I see, like, whether it's business, um, relationships, how we wow. treat our children. Like, it's yeah. all just, if we could just have compassion for ourselves and really yeah. process through our trauma. No cap, bro, is no cap. It's no cap. <laughs> And I'm getting like goosebumps as you're talking about this because these are a lot of the things that I'm discussing with like clients behind closed doors and that I see come up so often, like not enough people are having these conversations is that piece. And again, our parents did the best they knew how, but sometimes our parents are the ones that didn't, they were not there when we called for a friend or they told us to try to figure it out on our own. You know, the, we tried to do, you know, the next one fight or no, 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 um, f fleeing. Right. So we try to get out of it and we can't get out of it because our feet are to the fire. We don't have a choice. And then so we try to. So and you can watch someone go through that entire process if you pay attention within yep. an instant or within one interaction that someone is kind of running through that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think that when it can be. You can be aware of it, unlocked that that's there so that you're aware of it is huge. But then for you to be able to understand how to slow down because things happen so quickly that yes. we don't know, like the interaction is over and we're like, I don't even know. I don't even know how I got here on the other side. Because yes. once you disassociate, you're literally not there, you know, like, exactly. so, there's, so there's that. But then being able to understand how to replace what was previously there was something that's new. So I talk to people about being able to upgrade, right? You can you can make an upgrade on your system, just like we upgrade our iPhones and our glasses mm -hmm. and our cars and our clothes. It, it takes time and energy and effort. That's why we have to invest in listening to the right podcasts, books, tapping in, you know, with you and what you've got going on, because we need to have something that teaches us and shows us how to do it and gives us opportunity to practice. Because yes. just like when you're driving a car, you cannot drive a car with a flat tire. You also you can't drive, it's not a good idea, but a lot of people are trying to do it. A lot of people are trying to keep going when they have a flat and the flat is not having the self-compassion because they literally don't know how or they've never practiced it. They keep driving on the flat because they're operating from those trauma responses and going from one trauma response to another to another. Because unfortunately, a lot of people have back-to-back -back occurrences in their lives that they never get a chance to actually process to some extent before yeah. something else happens. And now we're layering on 
the trauma on top of yep. the generational trauma. It's never right. ending. So really, like, when are we getting an opportunity to like take a breath, which has right. to be a very strategic and conscious effort most of the time um, for a lot of people. And and you can't drive your car even if you take the flat off with no tire at all. You have to put on a donut or you have to get a new tire. Most people aren't driving around with new, brand new tire, you know, ready to go. Sometimes people have a, a donut, which is cool. That's like a that's like a bridge. That's that that's a progressive, you know, um, something that you could put in. Because some people will be like, if I can't is your default, you're not going to just go from I can't to I can. We might need you to have a bridge. We might need to give you something progressive to get from I can't to I can. It might be, I'm open to you know I'm, I'm I'll, I'll I'll entertain trying something different. I'll try something new, or I'm open to being surprised, or whatever the case may be. Before they can just jump because people fake it till you make it. Well, that doesn't necessarily like work for everybody, you know. Like we might need to have something that's in between that to get them from one side of the bridge to the other. And I love that everything that you're talking about is that bridge. The self-compassion yes. is a bridge because we would extend the compassion to someone else. We just never learned how to turn it inward because we adopted yeah. someone else's voice or we adopted, you know, the the criticism or the things that we heard other people say and and now it's us replaying those same messages to ourselves. Correct. And so Everything that you're saying is like so spot on. I'm like, yes, shout it from the rooftops. I would love for you to tell us, you know, tell us about the tool that you have that people can have access to and tap in with you and where we can find you. So you can find me everywhere at just the letter B healthy now. And um, that's on Instagram, on Facebook, and that's also my website. And if you go to any of those, you can click the link in my bio and it says free gift at the top and you can download the ultimate foundations to a healthy lifestyle. So it goes through the trauma response and how to get rest because rest is so important. Rest is so important. You cannot, you literally cannot shift in your life to what you are going to without resting your nervous system. It is so important. And so I give a lot of resources on that. Even if, so I've actually trained my brain to take 15 to 20 minute naps. And when I do it, I wake up as though I've taken an hour nap and I've done that through hurts. And so I give um, some resources on hurts um, because they're amazing. One of, like I said, one of the biggest things with entrepreneurs is I, I don't have time to take a nap. Well, I know you got 15 minutes because you just drank that cup of coffee and that's how long it took to brew that shit, okay? So <laughs> that is one of my favorite resources because we all got 15 minutes to take a nap and they are so imperative. Even if you don't go to sleep, there's two different um, things like mental, physical rest. I go into that um, so you can rest in many different ways mm. um, and showing compassion for yourself. And it also goes through self-awareness because once you nurture your nervous system, it's so much easier to become aware of what you're doing and how you're showing up in the world. And really, that's just the gift of staying present. So that's a lot of what we're going through in um, the, the guide. And so, again, you can click the link in any of my bios, just then the letter B healthy now. And it's the first one at the top. And it says it's a free gift. And then you will be also um, I'll give you some goodies to your inbox once you sign up as well. So we don't just stop there. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> I literally just pulled it up. The camera can't see. But who wouldn't want who wouldn't want to come get a, ni- a nice free gift? I told I, I said I'm gonna go ahead and grab me a gift and I'm gonna send it to some people too. Because Yay. it's so necessary and so helpful. And the thing is like what what does it hurt to try something else? Like to try something new, to do something yeah. different. It literally costs you nothing, but like you said, a few minutes. And that's an act of self-love. If you don't have a few minutes to take to do something for yourself, we have a serious problem. So it's really important for you to, you know, figure out what that looks like for you in in whatever way, shape and form. You know what I mean? If you feel like this is a conversation that resonates with you and that this has been stuff that's helped you to uncover something, unlock um, an area that, you know, maybe you need to spend some more time and energy thinking about, again, follow just the letter B healthy now and the links will be in the show notes as well so that you can tap in learn more and go ahead and download your free gift of foundations to a healthy life to get these practical tips on how to nurture your nervous system i just love the way that that sounds yeah i'm gonna nurture my nervous system after we get off this after we get off this live so i appreciate you so much for being you and sharing this information and doing in the world what you feel you know called to um because it's just so unique it's so necessary and it's so helpful so i appreciate you and everyone listening needs to go ahead and follow subscribe like all the things um so that you can keep getting these gems Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.